welcome to The Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast. My name is Lisa Bartlett. Thank you for joining me once again. I am recording this episode on the second day of 2022, so I want to wish everyone a very happy new year. I can't wait to see some of you uh, in just a couple days in Dallas. I know there are several of us who are making uh, last-minute changes to our plans. I'm not one of them at this time, but I know some people were planning to go but are now not going. We will certainly miss you, and I hope everyone uh, travels safe, stays safe, and stays healthy um, as we continue to deal with this. (laughs) ongoing, um, yeah, (laughs) fact of life. I think now is just how it is. Um, thank you so much for listening to the podcast and supporting the podcast in 2021. I look forward to continuing it throughout 2022 and hopefully beyond. I really enjoy, um, giving some thought to these episodes and showing up here for you every week. Um, it's helpful to think through some of these issues we have as an industry and try to think of different ways to talk about it. And hopefully even just a couple of these episodes have sparked, uh, something (laughs) in your professional life, whether it's a new, uh, strategy at the showroom or a different way to think about the problems of showrooms. Um, so that's what I'm going for. So hopefully that happens. Um, I think you all know that it's important to me as an industry that we communicate, that we, um, are not afraid to have the uncomfortable conversations in our business. Um, I think there is a lot of value for all of us, uh, to acknowledge, um, the state of the world, the state of our relationships, Um, as, you know, manufacturers and distributors and distributors and our customers, I think these are all just things that it is important to be open and clear about. Um, I know I'm not the only customer of every manufacturer, um, whose, whose product I sell. I also know that independent lighting showrooms are not their only channel of distribution, Um, I think the more informed we are about the different channels and pros and cons of selling through each, um, honestly, that only helps reinforce my business and my strengths. So knowing that a manufacturer chooses to distribute through an independent lighting showroom, um, that's done for a reason. What are those reasons? Because those are the things that I need to focus on in my business because that's what's going to draw customers into my store. Um, so the strengths that a manufacturer sees in our distribution channel as independent lighting showrooms, I believe is the thing that we as showrooms need to focus on and market back to our customers So this is why you're shopping here because of our expertise, because, uh, because we have beautiful product on display (laughs) because we're going to make it easy because we know I'll have all the right answers. If there's a problem, there's somebody here. And I, I feel this list that I'm rattling off off the top of my head is probably missing some really critical points. Um, and that's fine. It goes, just goes to my bigger picture of, I think communication's important. I think manufacturers identifying to their showroom customers, why that channel of distribution is so important and critical to them and what they see as the competitive advantages. And that's why they continue to sell their product through our 
distribution channel instead of just going full big box or full e-com. There, there's a reason why. Um, and the reason why isn't just history. <laughs> That's probably a part of it, but, um, you know, we're all business people to some degree. Um, and you wouldn't continue to sink money into a, a channel or an avenue of your business that wasn't profitable. You would just pull back from it. So there is value in selling through independent lighting showrooms. The manufacturers see it. That's why they partner with us. And showrooms, I believe we need to laser focus on what that advantage is. And I'm not saying it's going to be the same for every independent lighting showroom. The advantages my particular showroom has might be different than the advantages a different another showroom has. There's certainly going to be some baseline similarities, but you know, uh, your showroom might focus just laser focused on working with architects. And this showroom might be laser focused on working with designers or whatever it is. So we all have our niches, but there is like a baseline. I'm just going to call it skill level across all of these independent lighting showrooms. And, um, and that is what makes us so valuable. And we need to continue every day <laughs> to focus on this. I, um, I use the new year not really to do resolutions. I'm not a huge fan of new year's resolutions, but I do like to have a new year's like refocus and reset on what's important to me, uh, personally and professionally things I need to work on. Um, for me always, I try to work on how to be a better manager, how to, um, have a better staff, uh, more engaged staff, what we do in the lighting showroom business is actually surprisingly challenging, I would say. Uh, the amount of knowledge that you have to so go from no lighting experience other than turning on light switches and lights come on. So many people come into our industry with kind of that background, <laughs> and there's so much to learn, and there's so much technical and homeowners, especially when you sell a lot in like retail or retrofit or, you know, just remodel sales. Um, there's so many questions about, well, what's going on behind my walls that are making this, this, and this happen. And you, in some ways you have to learn how to be like a little mini electrician and okay, well, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. And, you know, certainly I didn't go uh, through uh, an apprenticeship <laughs> to know uh, what <laughs> what's going on electrically and, and depending on when the house was built and what wacky things people have done after, there can just be so many variables in what's going on in someone's home. So it is a lot to learn. And, you know, somebody that comes in with a, a minimal exposure to this, um, it can be very daunting to talk to customers who are looking at you to be the experts and you're just like, you want to just give them a shrug. I don't know. But anyway, it is, um, our industry is surprisingly technical in a lot of ways. Um, and that I think can be, um, frustrating for like new staff members at my business and probably other businesses as well, uh, in our industry. And so finding ways to continue to motivate uh, the staff, to encourage them to keep growing in their knowledge and not give up 
Um, and just trying to be a better business manager all around is something I like to try to reset on at at the beginning of every year. And hopefully I can keep it up throughout the year. Um, but it's not, you know, (laughs) it's a work in progress all the time as with most things in life. Um, some days I feel like I'm just doing a good job and some days I feel like I'm doing terrible, but, um, but we hang in there. So in my, in my new year's thought process, I'm really spending a lot of time refocusing on my business and how I run it and, you know, uh, how to bring more value for my staff, how to bring more value for our customers. And I've really been kind of honing in on this idea for my business. I'm not, it's been something for me that I really want everyone in my market area to shop at my store because they should, right? Like this is the mindset I wake up with every day. I have the best lighting showroom in my corner of the world, in my humble opinion, unbiased, of course. (laughs) I do believe our showroom is fantastic and has a great variety of product. Uh, We have it organized beautifully. We work on it all the time. There's things we're always trying to improve about the store. And I just think it's a great space to be. And I just am in love with it. It's one of my favorite places in the whole wide world. So, of course, I wake up every day and just think anybody in this, you know, 50-mile radius should be coming to my store to shop for lighting. And I want to try to reach every single one of those people and bring them in. So where I think maybe I've been going a little wrong in my marketing strategy is that it's I'm trying to be everything to everyone. And I think with a specialty business like what I have, that perhaps that's not the best strategy. Um, Maybe it would be okay if I had, you know, a huge marketing budget and a bigger staff and blah, blah, blah. But I don't. (laughs) So I think in 2022, I'm going to really reset my focus on the kinds of business we are the most successful in. Um, What are the kinds of sales that we, you know, do the best in, in my store and really become laser focused on drawing more of those people in. Now I'm not saying I'm shedding you know, like distribution, like, okay, let's just say I identify that where we really excel is in new construction business. So I'm not saying I'm going to focus on that and close off everything else. That's not what I mean. I want to focus on what part of those new construction sales are. So what is working the best for us? Is it because, um, is it our uh, service after the sale? Is it how our deliveries work? Is it, um, is it just the product selection we have in the store? Is it the experience in the store? Like what is generating that trust with our clients that is just making it so easy for them to purchase in some transactions and not in others? Um, maybe the answer is, um, we have, there's product in stock that they can walk out the door with. And this is just really generating a lot of business for us. So I think the answer to these kinds of questions are going to be different for every showroom. Um, like for example, I don't stock a ton of product. Um, and so I'm going to take a look at that moving forward, but I don't know that I necessarily need to. I think with my showroom in particular, 
the design of it, the space of it lends itself to be a special order business. And so we should just continue to capitalize on that and maybe take funds instead of spending it on stock. We can, you know, divert those funds elsewhere or expand a display of a product category that's really working for us. So I'm just kind of resetting how I look at my business in 2022 in terms of that. So instead of trying to be everything to everyone, where are we finding these moments of success with with all different, different types of customers? And how can we expand our product offerings and expand our marketing, honestly, of those product offerings um, to draw in more people that are going to respond to that message? So I've been doing a lot of thinking um, just about the messaging, um, branding of my store. And, you know, basically to this point, it has been if you want lighting and you live in this area, you need to come shop here. I just don't think that is a powerful enough message. (laughs) It's not interesting. It doesn't capture, uh, it doesn't capture the imagination. It doesn't spark excitement. It does for me because I love the business, right? But I'm really trying to take a hard objective look at it as a consumer and what would get me excited to drive a little bit out of my way to go to this business that um, seems a little daunting because I've never been in a specialty store like that. Um, nor do I fully understand why that might be valuable and important to me. So I'm going to um, work on refining that message in 2022 and, um, again, try to step away from this feeling like I have to be everything to everyone. I, I, I think for my business and maybe a lot of others, I need to not be afraid to be laser-focused. I we don't need to be everything to everyone. We just need to really excel at our, let's call it top five (laughs) best areas. And we need to be promoting that message. And I think that'll draw more people in. So I've been thinking a lot about that, um, heading into 2022 and beyond. And, you know, especially with, um, the pandemic ongoing as it is, I, just don't see that changing, um, anytime soon. And I think there's just going to continue to be a lot of ebbs and flows in how work is done and how people are living in the world. And so sometimes it's, you know, freer and looser and there's not as many rules and, you know, life kind of returns to quote unquote normal. And then there's times like what we're in right now, where it seems like we all just need to be staying home again, you know, to some degree, I'm about to get on a plane to go to Dallas. So, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like, it just seems to be, there's these moments of restriction and then moments of opening up. And I think that's something that's going to be ongoing in our human lives for goodness knows how long, but for definitely the foreseeable future. So given this kind of constant state of ebb and flow in the world, I'm really kind of trying to use this time to find a good solid path for my store that's not maybe so impacted by that ebb and flow um, or takes advantage of it actually is probably the better way I want to say that. I really just kind of want to take advantage of the the space so many of us are in and continue to capitalize on that. I know a lot of us have had really strong sales, um, for the past couple of years, um, because of the re 
the, you know, the refocus on the home and upgrading your home and making it the best it can possibly be because you're spending a lot of time there. Um, I think there's all sorts of new value placed on having a great home. So even when, uh, you know, this, maybe the pandemic tails off, I think one of the biggest positive outcomes for our industry is that because of all this time in the home, people really are going to understand going forward the importance of great lighting, great fans, great um, lighting controls and devices and all the value that can add to their life. So this has really kind of helped us sell that message that we've been pushing. (laughs) And I just think, uh, you know, as long as we keep focusing on that as an industry, Hey, remember these times we were at home and how this helped your world? Well, you know, we we can't forget that moving forward. So in five years when this is behind us and you're building your next new house, um, don't forget the value that that great lighting and fans brought to your home and your life. So I think in some ways this can be a real long-term benefit for us as an industry that people have a, a, a better understanding of the value our products bring to their life and not just lighting and fans and electrical controls, of course, but you know, a million other things that are in our homes as well. Um, but, but, but we're one of them <laughs> and let's take advantage of that <laughs> and continue to capitalize on, uh, the benefit that that can bring for us in our businesses. So, As I move into 2022, I really want the industry to continue, sorry, the lighting industry to continue communicating, being open with one another. I really just think there are very few conversations that should be off the table. I think it is okay to be open and honest about the state of the business, about how we got here as an industry, where we need to go moving forward. I think manufacturers have a real responsibility to be open with their independent lighting showroom customers about that, how and why they do business the way they do. And again, I think you deserve to know why uh, manufacturers are doing business with you specifically and what value your business brings them. I think that is important messaging that is critical between manufacturers and showrooms. It'll inspire showrooms to work harder for you and it'll help us craft our own marketing messages as well. And it, the reason you work with these distri- you know, distributor A and B, both independent lighting showrooms might be slightly different. That's okay. Tell them why. Tell them what you are seeing as their competitive advantage um, and how your products are helping uh, push their competitive advantage and why you should continue to work together. I love it. I want everyone to tell me, <laughs> I don't need a, just a pat on the back and you have a gorgeous lighting showroom, one of the best in the country. Okay, great. Tell me how that helps sell your product, what we can be doing better together to grow our business. Open, clear communication, I believe is a key for this industry especially in 2022, sorry, (laughs) and beyond. Um, I think it's just, I cannot put enough emphasis on how valuable I believe that is um, and will be. And I think it's okay to be open and honest about here's why your showroom is advantageous for us to sell through. And here's the different angle we're pursuing in our e-com. And here's how that doesn't have to hurt one another let's just be open and honest about it and have the conversations. Uh, I think it's good for us to be focused on our businesses 
Don't be afraid of that. Improve our processes, improve our basic business structures. Um, like, you know, even to things that maybe you haven't done before, like write out a business plan, write out a marketing plan, um, things a lot of us just, you know, back burner because we don't have the time for it. But I think um, these are things that are going to be important in 2022 and beyond as we really need to kind of reset where we're going as an industry. And again, take advantage of all this new focus on in the home and how that benefits us all. So those are my thoughts heading into 2022, what I want to focus on, what's important to me. Um, I can't wait to see you all in a couple days. If you're not going to be able to attend, I totally understand. I have toyed with the idea of canceling myself, but I am vaccinated and boosted and feel pretty comfortable. So as long as the flight's going, I'll be there. <laughs> and uh, I just appreciate the support of the podcast so much. Um, I forgot to say it at the top of the episode, but please do support the podcast, patreon.com slash lightviles, at lightviles on Instagram. Thank you all so much. I'll see you very soon and take care.